fishing in general is intimidating if from you, the people and the cost to the whole night. Exactly. And if you end up selling this store out, Samuel will use his Jeep and uh, run over another car. <laughs> we live, baby. All right, we're recording. Let's get it. Dude, you're going to be responsible for making like little short clips for the IG yeah. that we start for it. We gotta move this shit. What is this? Oh, you're good. Go call the guy right now. It's very, it's real. It's very, very tight. It's reels. It's very, very fucking tight. God damn. God damn. Damn. Okay, so you have like random topics you want to talk about? Uh, you only have one set of those? Yeah, I only got one set. They're expensive as fuck. Damn, how much are they? Uh, like 300 bucks. Can we buy cheap ones? All right. <laughs> All right, testing, testing, testing. All right, let's lower that down a little bit. Testicles one, two. All right, there we go. All Testicles right, one, two. We're live. We're live, baby. <laughs> we're going to uh, hopefully look back at this pod today. In a couple years, in a month, in a couple months, couple years, and be like, damn, that was the first one. <laughs> we didn't even have a name yet, technically. That's if we still have the spot. I don't know. The owner of uh, the store is going through some things right now. He's uh, departing his Jeep <laughs> and selling it online. <laughs> Just kidding. We got uh, dude, we got to also walk through people and let them know that, like... Uh, the shit we say on here is just bullshitting. Yeah, we joke around a lot, so don't take don't anything take we say. Don't take anything we say serious at yeah. all. If you do, that's on you. God bless your soul. <laughs> you're listening to two mentally challenged people talk on here. You're, meant to, you're, you're dealing with two basically autistic people, undiagnosed. Yeah. That, uh, we grew up Hispanic, so our yeah. families didn't believe in that shit. Yeah, I mean, they just, just called us malito. Just stare at how many times, <laughs> count how many times Albert blinks. That'll give you, you know. If you correctly guess, I will buy you a swim bait. <laughs> That's Al- going to be Al- tough. Al- we're going to be looking at the camera like this. Um. Okay, so we have no official name. I think the name that we were going to try to go with is Yakking Cast, because at the end of the day, we're going to cover all bases of water uh, and fishing from salt water to fresh water to traditional angling to fly fishing to boat to yak to bank. But to Manny having diarrhea on the side of the river <laughs> to we'll cover it all. Dude, starting from the bottom to wherever you are now <clears> to <throat> a glitter boat to a pontoon boat to a deep sea boat, whatever. Uh, but down deep in my heart. And I know Roland's addicted to it is the kayak. Kayak bass fishing is the way to go. In my opinion, it's the most intimate. It's you're there. You're, you're literally, it's what, what's that guy's name? Um, I don't know if you know him. Cause I don't know if you like are super into the like socials or guys who were bigger in the past. I can't remember his name. I think it's yak fish field. Again, forgive me if I'm wrong, but he called it beautiful chaos. Kayak bass fishing is beautiful chaos because it is. It's again, I probably got that wrong. So sorry if I butchered that, if I butchered the name, but you know, at least I'm trying. But yeah, it is beautiful chaos. There's no other way to describe it. Um, It is beautiful chaos, man. Uh, There's tons of videos of me online of me flipping over and losing my fucking camera. That and uh, the first time I actually took Roland bass fishing on a kayak a long time ago, we hit the Medina River. Um, Obviously, too, all spots that we talk about we will not disclose yeah. you got to go out and do 
your own work. Um, sorry about that, Bubba. Sorry about that, Bubba. Call me George Lopez. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> we, we are gatekeeping these rivers. <laughs> uh, call me George Lopez. There's only one Mexican on the river, and that's me. I'm just kidding. But um, the first time I ever took rolling fishing, he was going side to side in yeah. on the river. It's fucking hell. And he was wearing moon boots. I think, I, again, this is the first time he ever they, went fishing. They, they weren't moon boots, okay? I fucking showed up like dressed like a fucking Boy Scout. So I, dr- I came in dressed up with a Columbia pants, shirt, cargo pants, and pockets. Solomon fucking boots because I'm used to bank fishing. Tying Eagle Scout knots. I was like, oh my God. I was like, dude, I was like, just come chill. Wear like, you know, breathable dry fit pants. Like Wrangler makes a really good pair of fishing I, pants. And I came in Carhartts. He came in like, again, Carhartts, cargo pants, boots, like hunting boots. Solomon boots. We were about to be boots. on the water. I was wearing like breathable Adidas, you know, just old Adidas. And uh, he showed up in some like, like we were going to go glassing all dad in the hill country of West Texas. <laughs> so like my, my idea when I first like went kayak fishing was like, we're going to, you know, get on the kayaks and that's it. I didn't fucking expect to be working my ass off, um, dragging the fucking boat, uh, going through sketchy areas, you know, like all, all that stuff was fucking new to me, you know, Albert showed up in like the lightest, like pants possible and some fucking old torn up shoes. I'd be lying if I remembered the time of year, but I'm sure it was like a warmer weather time. So yeah, you just warm weather, comfortability, go from there. So I guess what do you want to BS about for the next like 25 minutes? You want to talk about like how you got into kayak fishing, how you got into fishing and let's just do that. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So how did you get into fishing for way back when let's talk about when you were growing up, you're from Laredo, correct? Okay. So you grew up in Laredo, where my wife's from. Um, how did you get introduced to fishing at all? Whether it's saltwater, freshwater, whatever. When was the first time you remember fishing being introduced to you as a kid? First time I remember uh, fishing was probably at uh, my uncle's ranch. Where my Padrino's ranch out there by Encinado, Texas. Uh, he had his own pond on his ranch. Um, and I just remember catching bluegill. However, the type of fishing I'm used to is using a big old saltwater rod, you know, throwing some bait. And then tossing it out there and then just bullshitting for like hours at a time. Really fucking boring to be like, honest. I, I would call that like straight up, <laughs> straight fishing. up Mexican fishing. You're throwing yeah. like an oversized <laughs> rod with a bobber. Yeah. Man, if I could tell you how many times I've seen that. If you go like downtown yeah. San Antonio right now or Medina River, south side of San Antonio, Castroville, headed out that way, you're going to see some dad and his son throwing up freaking six foot or like an eight foot catfish rod with a little bobber and a worm. Um, but Hey man, it's, it's get it, get it in how you fit it in. That's cool. Um, Lots of catfish. So that's how you started. Cat yeah. fi- pan fish with oversized rods. And then yeah. what, what would be and next? And the tiniest fucking catfish you could <laughs> imagine. Probably some some bull catfish. Those, they call them yellow bellies. Um, yeah. After that, what what was next? Like, was that just all you did in Laredo? That's literally all, all we did in Laredo, you know. Um, bass was very rare to, uh, to come across, you know. Uh, then... This is going to be pretty fucking illegal, but I didn't know any better. I was a fucking kid. But then uh, what drew my attention was net fishing. Look, we all have a a, a uncle that's illegal, so everything (laughs) flies here. So go ahead. So what happened? So then after that, um, I saw a dude uh, catching bait with a net. I was like, oh, I was like, I wonder what I could catch with this. And then sure enough, I started catching carp. Nice. No, that's not, it's not illegal to, it's illegal to catch game fish in a cast net. So the bass, yeah. But the cat, the cat, the carp, no. And I don't know then, catfish. Uh, those, uh, so the thing, okay, one of the things is with Laredo, Texas and like, like us, I'm not trying to fucking like 
I'm not trying to call them out or nothing like that. It's just, I don't think it's very regulated there. So in other words, people are catching fish that the, uh, instead of releasing them back in the water, they're that, That's away. everybody yeah. in water though. There's a, there's a lake back when I used to do the tournament scene bigger was, uh, it was called, oh, man, it, it's either Faletto Creek yeah. or, oh, Colette Faletto, Coletto Creek or, uh, <laughs> or Bastrop. There would yeah. be, there would be like just droves of, of like Hispanics, no other way to say it, uh, <laughs> throwing cast nets for tilapia. Yeah. And you know, damn well, they're, they're bycatching bass, catfish. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. And I'm and sure nobody's home. out there regulating. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, it's yeah. growing up Hispanic and growing up for back a lack of a better way to say this white in America yeah. fishing two different types of backgrounds no conservation on, on the Hispanic on the Hispanic side, side. Yeah, they, don't, no. they don't know any better they're just not educated like they there's are. nothing wrong it's uneducated in the sense of they're ignorant in the truest sense of the word I know in 2023 you can't call anybody ignorant because they start getting yeah. offended but if somebody said Albert you're ignorant to fly in a plane I'd be like you're absolutely right I know <laughs> nothing about it so I will say Hispanics who, who and that, that's the whole point of us trying to start this podcast yeah. and us being involved with Outdoor Alphas and us doing this is to educate those who may be intimidated to go up and ask somebody who's intimidating, it doesn't look like them, on regulated bass fishing, regulated fishing in general, what to do. Because unfortunately in this world, it's it's extremely gatekept. Yeah. And 100%. if you can gatekeep um, people, uh, it just, it there's less people on the water, so on and so forth. There's people see and the, the wildlife get to thrive. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So we're here to educate for people who don't know. We're still learning as well. We don't know it all at all. Uh, half the time when we're on the water, we don't know what the hell we're talking about, <laughs> but we're having fun. That's the most important part. Now we're good. We're yeah. good at fishing. We've been doing it a while. So I hope yeah. that we're good, but, um, we're still learning. It's a big learning process. So that's what you did there. Uh, when did you move to San Antonio? Uh, like shit. officially, like when your 90, mom and dad 90, were like, we're out of Laredo. 99, 2000. So before San Antonio was Alice, Texas, my dad was living in Alice, Texas for work. Cool, uh, cool. He was living in a trailer. Cool, uh, cool. I remember going over there to visit him. There's shitloads of rattlesnakes there. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And, um, my mom was just like, I, it's either going to have to like, you know, she's going to have to either like split with them or move with them. And, you know, once Dang. he ended up moving to uh, San Antonio on Marbox side. Hey, those Mexican ultimatums, you either, you either <laughs> coming with me or we're done. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the way it was. But, um, I mean, she wasn't going to fucking leave him, you know, like, yeah, um, know. like she, she, she was in love with my dad. So for sure. Like uh, Mexicans in love, bro. <laughs> they travel the distance, bro. I'm thinking back. I was like, fuck, I wouldn't, I would have never have driven, uh, that Dude, much to go like leave somebody. your whole uproot to just go to Alice, Texas. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Alice, Texas. Shout out yeah. Alice, Texas, but... I got family down there. They ain't shit there. Um, <laughs> there really isn't. And Laredo is a forgotten city. It's basically Mexico. Love it. That's where my wife's from. Yeah. Born and raised. So, it is a lot. If, you, if you've never been to Laredo, go there. Super safe. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a jackass. If you're looking for trouble, you'll find trouble. But if you're yeah. just going to experience Hispanic culture, Mexican culture, uh, but also taking a step back and looking at yeah. how it seems left behind, you'll be like, damn. Yeah, and the food's, the food's there, man. Uh, I just go there, uh, family and food. I need to go fishing there. Unfortunately, I haven't explored Lake Casablanca like the way I used to when we were a kid when my uncle got his first uh, bass boat. That's a big fish lake. Yeah, That's bro. a big fish lake. 
Yeah. Big Fish 100%, Lake. 100%. Flipping Reeds, Big Fish Lake. Um, okay, so you moved to San Antonio, 99, 99 2000. Um, and then you moved the Marbox side of town. Then then hey, then, then they uh, then they uh, moved on up to the north side. <laughs> I went to Clark High School out here. Shout out to the Cougars. <laughs> um, okay, so when you moved over there, yeah. you still weren't really into fishing as you were? My that- dad would take me. It's just the thing is, my, you know my dad and both, both of us, we worked so fucking much. So uh-huh. like just to make time when not like was pretty difficult gotcha you know but cool. um we go fishing here and there we'd go to corpus uh once in the blue moon you know uh-huh. but uh my dad just knows like catfish he, gotcha. he he knows just toss the fucking rod out there and don't fuck with it that's the joke roland when you're reviewing this footage clip this <laughs> like make this a real back in, a running joke with manny and i shout out to manny barella it's our homeboy out in austin um uh the skin, uh, skinny water skinny water girls <laughs> or nobody's uh, <laughs> skinny <laughs> skinny water girls ain't nothing about that man skinny that boy 230 on a good day um yeah, it's all come from his head so <laughs> but uh back in the day damn i lost my train of thought fuck of Rosen, Manny. Um, <laughs> Sorry, bro. Golly. God, I totally forgot. It'll come back to me. It'll come back to me. Uh, oh, back to me. So the running joke that Manny and I always said is like, when we go out and fish Ivy, we've been fishing Ivy way before it got all big. Uh, <laughs> in those super West Texas lakes out there, middle of nowhere, BFE, they'd look at Manny and I or Manny and I. Well, we always roll with our boy Travis too, but Manny and I would roll up and they'd be like, yeah, y'all boys lost the catfish house that way. Because again, we don't look like your status quo kayak angler or or bass, bass angler fishing. in general. It's a very, uh, I hate to fucking throw color into this, but it it's is a very really white, white sport. It's white a very sport, white sport. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it is what it is. It's the facts. Um, but we're hoping to try to change that. Not in a, not in like a, a vin, not in a vindictive way. I just would like to go to a BFE, uh, dock and see more people that look like us and act like us our age, even hell, I would say it's an ageist too. I don't know yeah. many guys in their early thirties, no, late twenties who are it's like more of an old man sport. devout to kayak fishing or fishing in general as we are. So, um, that's another big thing. I think there's a little bit of ageist involved. Yeah. Average age, probably 100%. like 50, 55. Yeah. We're 20 years younger than that. Um, but the joke I was getting at is that people would just, basically say like y'all boys lost you know the catfish <laughs> the catfish house that way so so what i'm getting at is then or what you're getting at is then you just really started fishing i guess whenever i took you out that time into like what yeah. we do now yeah so essentially uh i, I did go uh i did go camping out like uh in port aransas fishing with my boy uh andrew and unfortunately to him he passed away uh which kind of made fishing in a sense difficult Shout too. Out to him yeah r.i.p man um he, uh, I went fishing with him and his father and it was the time of our lives. Uh, I had the worst fucking, uh, ass burn in my whole fucking life, dude. Um, it was a trip from, from fishing. Yeah. From fishing from the salt water, the sand, whatever, no showering. Like you went fishing with your boy and your ass was hurt. All right. We're going to leave it at that guys. That's today's podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. But, um, okay, cool. Yeah. So you did a little bit of saltwater fishing with your boy yeah. and then probably what, if you had to throw a date on it, how many years ago did we start like really just fishing together? Shit, so we met in 2015. So it was Tennessee a little before that. Shit, yeah. Okay. 2015, 20, 20, 2014, 2014, uh, going into 2015 was when we, when we met. Cause, uh, if you didn't know me and Albert were, uh, we're neighbors. 
neighbors. Neighbors at the apartment complex here yeah. in San Antonio. Um, and then, so after we met, so you try to say that I probably took you out fishing when, 2016 then? Or yeah, 26, 2017. You, were, you weren't very uh, keen on the idea or open to it. Like, I kind of had to, like, bug you about it. Gotcha. Makes was, sense. 2016, 2017, Albert was a different Albert. That guy was yeah. hyper-focused on winning winning tournaments, River Bass, and then really putting a and name. downing Lone Just, Stars early in the fucking morning. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Don't even drink beer anymore. I'm more of a uh, naturalist, as you could say now. Fuck. Yeah, I, I couldn't even imagine drinking a beer. Yeah, was, I, I, would, I would come home because I was working in the oil industry at, time, uh, at that time. I'd come home from like a shift like at seven o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock from a drive from Laredo, Texas. So um, we'd be at Kennedy, uh, Texas, drive to Laredo. And then from Laredo, I'd drive back to San Antonio. And, and you uh, see me there. Yeah, I'd see Albert I'd walking his dog, from, Molly. Hey, <laughs> hey, shout out Molly. Best damn dog ever. Overweight away. and everything. Dude, I was about a biscuit away from 210. Talking yeah, about, he was overweight. Oh, dude, overweight. Shoot, it was great times. Um, Cool, man. And then yeah. from there on out, man, it's now we're here. Now we're shooting yeah. the podcast we, at Outdoor <laughs> Alphas. Um, what ended up in... Well, kind of enticed you. You're like, all right, what we'll do is like, hey, I have a camera. Hey, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hey, and now, man, that that's a big deal, dude. I tagged you or I yeah. sent in the group a post today on Instagram. Guys are like paying like regular nine to five salaries, 40 to 60 grand for videographers that can do it on a kayak. Yeah, so, I no. mean, the industry has changed dramatically. Um, and I would like to, I do like to think that, think that like the guys here in town, Lone Saw River Riders back in the day, man, shoot, Manny, Brandon, Gil, um, Eric, you, me, man, we were, we were grinding. Yeah. We were catching five pounders a week. We really put kayak bass fishing on the map. I feel like in San Antonio, you know, call it, call it what it is. It's what I feel like we did. We really, we really tried hard. We Especially battled swim, swim, baits. swim baiting, swim yeah, baiting. Yeah. We'll get into that. But, uh, we really battled hard with the guys out of Austin back in the day. Cause the guys in Austin again, just were more, this is kind of our sport type deal. And we just kind of had to show them that it really wasn't that it was all fair game with guys who could fish. So cool, man. So that's your story on fishing. Um, I guess I'll run through my story and that'll probably be the next 15 minutes and we'll be Gucci. So, yeah. I was born and raised into being an outdoorsman. Thank goodness. Uh, my dad um, grew up in San Marcos, Texas. He, you know, grew up um, very, I don't know the way, underprivileged, grew up, you know, wearing hand-me-downs, grew yeah. up in a big, mig His, my grandparents were migrant migrant workers back in the day. Yeah. Um, so he, they didn't grow up with much, uh, but he had a uncle, Roman, who's again, passed away a couple years back, used to work for a guy, work for a wealthy white man that lived behind the sand plant out there on Hunter Road in San Marcos, who would allow him to hunt. <laughs> for working on that ranch. So my dad got to, my dad's uncle is the one that actually, I guess I thank him the most, got him into outdooring, outdoors, like the outdoors rather, and uh, started with hunting. He's a big, my dad's a big bow hunter, big, big, big bow <laughs> hunter, big rifle guy, Pinche Lupe, he, he loves that stuff. Um, and then there was a couple of tanks at that property. So man, I've got videos of me fishing at probably three, two or yeah. three with my dad. It's awesome, man. Just throwing a spinnerbait, talking with my grandpa, just 
man, just loving the, just the love for the game has always been there. And then from there, that was just like pond hopping, man. I was been throwing a spinnerbait in pond since two or three years old. I loved, that's what I grew up doing. Um, and then also my mother's side of the family, um, they, both of my grandparents have unfortunately as well passed away. My grandmother just passed away a few months back, uh, here this year. Um, and basically they also grew up or I grew up at, at the ranch out in Brady, Texas, where my grandpa worked his butt off. He's got, I can't even remember how many acres <laughs> up there. And um, he had buddies that would let us go fishing. So I would go fishing with my dad's side of the family and then go to Brady uh, for holidays, things like that, and go fishing out there. Yep. Same thing, throwing big spinnerbaits. I learned to love a spinnerbait with throwing throwing at stock tanks, throwing, yep. throwing a spinnerbait at big logs at a stock tank, catching <laughs> big bass. And that's just, from there, the addiction never stopped. Um, in high school, uh, I played baseball, and baseball is like a summer thing. It's yeah. like a fair weather sport, so you're playing, you know, uh, select baseball all summer long. You're playing baseball from like January to the summer, and then the summer hits, then you're playing summer ball. So I remember in high school, me and a buddy, uh, me and Travis, Travis Polk, T Polk, <laughs> Travis, and a guy named Colin that I used to hang out with, we'd fish like once a month, and we would like, dude, we would love it. Like I remember, like it was yesterday, it was me, Travis, Colin, and and a couple friends that Colin would bring and we'd take a canoe. Travis and I split a canoe and uh, we got a canoe and we, we started straight about that. Dude, we started fishing out <laughs> of a canoe, thing you can man. Do. And that's what we did, dude. We we would fish like once a month, once in August, one or once in June, once in July, and once in August around baseball. And we would fish probably an eight to 10 mile section of the Guadalupe River back when they had, back when they had water. Um, and dude, we'd love it, man. All day we'd fish for bass, catfish, gar. We would even, we would even take a bow and, and shoot gar. So crazy, man. <laughs> I wanted like, to do that for so long. Dude, that's just like what we did. That like, in, that like basically forged the, the, the love for being on the water, yeah. on a river with a watercraft. And then one day <clears throat> I was like, you know what? Oh, what happened was Roland cut this as a introductory clip or a reels clip is the day that Travis and I almost died made us close, closer than ever before. But also we learned a lesson and we decided that we needed to be in our own watercraft each, not together yeah. in one. Um, the lesson was, the lube. lesson was we almost drowned. We were fishing out there in comfort, Texas on the Guadalupe river. We had never experienced flipping. We had yeah. never experienced again, granted back then we were fishing, we were getting it in when we could fit it in. So if we had planned to fish Saturday, August 10th for months, that's when we went. So yeah. we were going on that day, whatever day it was the day before it poured its ass <laughs> off, poured its, the river had to rise two, three foot murky, shitty day. We didn't catch any anything I can't remember, but there was this one low water crossing where we had to go under a bridge. Mind you, we had never flipped. We had never yeah, experienced yeah. flipping. We had never known what that was going to be like. Were you wearing life jackets? No, we, <laughs> we were not yeah. safe. This was, this was very ignorant. Albert and Travis to kayak fishing in yeah. a watercraft. We weren't even in a kayak. We we're in a canoe. Um, we had everything, our ba our bags, yeah. our boxes. We had that bow that this is where the dangerous part. We had that bow shooting those gar, but we came in hot and heavy came down that rapid slammed on the side underneath a bridge a low bridge maybe 
in yeah. the wa- in the ca- in the canoe, our heads are maybe like six inches away from the, the yeah. like, bottom of the street because of the water being so high. And um, we flipped the boat, kind of turned like this. It took in water. We flipped, and I just remember jumping out, standing up, and my legs were getting wrapped with the bowline. Yeah, yeah. Travis's legs were getting wrapped with the bowline. We were both trying to hold the canoe up, like it was it yeah. was fucking nuts. Like I can't believe we didn't die. Like straight up. Then we figured we somehow managed to survive that. All our shit went down river. Our paddle was down river. We were shit up a creek without a paddle, literally. Um, Sounds like my first time with the rapids. All right. We I, went to went go get y'all. everything. And uh, that day pretty much solidified that, hey, we're going to need our own kayak. <laughs> and we should definitely be taking safety precautions like a PFD. Never fish without a PFD ever. You're not. You're not stronger or smarter than water or mother nature. And, um, from that day on, we basically yeah. switched. So we went to kayak bass fishing in kayaks. We just kept doing that and loved it, loved it, loved it. And then we started doing competitive things. Um, and then back in like 2016, 2017, uh, I remember I met a guy named John, John Diaz and his buddy. Yeah. And I don't know how Let's we got, get it. yeah, that guy. <laughs> and then we got wrapped up. I don't know how we got wrapped up with, uh, Manny, but I I think maybe it was like at a tournament or somebody had said, man, Albert, I think you and Travis would really like or really get along with this guy, Manny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who's this fucking cuck, man? Who's this guy they're talking about? And sure enough, we met up. Uh, I remember I took him to the to the Guad and Comfort, and we were both very, very <laughs> cautious. We were like, I ain't trying to give this motherfucker <laughs> a badass spot. Like, I ain't trying to fucking let this guy go fish my shit. So we met at a spot we both agreed yeah. on that we had been there, and honestly, the rest is history. I mean, it it, it is like a brotherhood that took off um, between Manny, me, Travis, again, uh, a bunch of guys that we hey, used to have a little team called the Lone Star River Riders, um, and just never looked back then, man. That that's been my bad fishing story and now now I do it out of pure passion pure love when I can around the business um, doing shit like this so, yeah <laughs> super fun super cool so um, those of y'all didn't know Manny uh, he's a great guy he's just he's a little rough around the edges and uh, when it comes to fishing and specifically spot blasting so if you ever ha- come up to him and ask him he's a nice guy you know hey uh, we're doing the fishing like, he's a good Christian man he's a good Christian man you know he's, he's <laughs> good he's a very good Christian man <laughs> <laughs> but he won't tell you shit and that's fine yeah, I won't that's either. Fine. <laughs> no, but you're not going to get anything out of yeah, Manny yeah. and I at all at all but yeah. it's like that it's love it's but, love it's love in the sense of you got to put in the work sometimes and that's okay. Yeah. Cause this, cause this, that's why I stopped doing YouTube because, and I want to do the podcast cause I want to affect the industry in a different way. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like cut this, cut this for a real. I stopped. <laughs> you get what I'm doing though, right? So you yeah, can just yeah, like yeah. go back and look. So I stopped posting YouTube videos because I started feeling like I was depleting a natural resource. Guys are smart. Guys are good. And, and you think it's the silly. They'll pause a fucking video. Look at a tree in the background look at a bridge in the background look at a landmark in the background yeah. and they'll fucking find it seriously so they'll find it's happened it before and d- good on you good i yeah. want you to find it but that's why i stopped posting videos on youtube because i felt like i was depleting a natural resource and i'm not saying kayak anglers who do what we do don't respect the water but just 
like when you start going down the line and a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, goes, somebody they, there they doesn't have the respect for the water that yeah. we do. And then it becomes a problem. And we you end start, up finding fucking trash. You start finding trash. You start finding shit. You start keeping fish. You start yeah. spooking fish. You start accident. You act. I mean, I don't can't remember the last time I accidentally killed a fish, but it's happened. Well, remember uh, when we were going down the Guad that one time we came across that striper that was missing an eye with a giant swim bait attached oh, to attached it. Attached to it. Yeah. And yeah. we netted it, pulled it out. Unfortunately, that fish died. I did get word that that fish up. died. Yeah, it had an infection. It was going to die. But somebody told me, yeah, yeah, that fish that you like caught and released the swim bait from. Yeah. He had a swim bait stuck like in his eye. Legitimately, and it was it was, there's pictures on it on our Instagrams. Yeah. So that, that again, that should happen. So again, over time. And then the other thing is Texas rivers are beautiful when they're ro- yeah. when they're rolling and rocking. But this weather is so volatile that I would say 70% of our yeah. waterways are dried up or basically a trickle. We still haven't gotten, yeah, yeah, yeah. we still haven't gotten Medina Lake at this point when we're shooting this is at 5.7% <laughs> full. We had like a, a hundred percent biblical flood, as they say, yeah. <laughs> two or three years ago, they yeah, got yeah. it back up to a hundred percent. It's now back down to five. Now that's an irrigation lake. Um, yeah. Farmers do use that water for crops, but still yeah, 5%, 100%. it's 5% full. Um, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Is that good? What do you think? Uh, so we're 27 minutes in. Let's, let's just keep pushing it. So, um, okay, okay. so yeah. Uh, and, but Manny, like I said, uh, circling back to around Manny, Manny will give you all the info for the latest gear. Um, you know, what worked best for him, uh, on certain waters, he'll promote your fucking video. He'll even watch your videos and tell you like, you know, Hey, you know, and give you advice on it. Hey, I'd rather do this, you know, or switch it up. Manny's a great fucking guy, but when you first come across Manny, Manny's very reserved. And that's the, what Albert was talking about at the very beginning, mm-hmm. you know, they're both reserved with each other. Cause I mean, you don't know people's intentions these days, you know, and we've both made the mistake of like <laughs> taking people on the water and then yeah. they like fucking spot blast or go there without you. Yeah. And that, that's just uh that's just kind of like an etiquette thing. Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You just don't do that shit. Well, and when you do that shit, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth, especially when you like have gone out of your way to take somebody to a spot that you really yeah. have have put in the time on the water you've drove the two hours one way to go yeah, yeah. fish there and it's like I don't know and that's what that's what I was saying back when I first met Manny we were both like ah oh, fuck this guy I ain't tell. <laughs> but now again now we laugh at it man yeah. it's comical we're gonna we're the, we've done every river you can think of fuck we've done the Pecos we've done the Devils we've done it all we've done the yeah. Brazos we've done almost every river in Texas and I wouldn't have done it without those guys cause they they pushed everybody pushed each other to become a better version of themselves but what were you, what were you saying about it just oh I mean you pretty much co- covered it you know it's just the well, etiquette thing. Yeah. It's just, it's just an etiquette thing. Like, you know, when people end up asking me, Hey, where did y'all fish at? Uh, I instantly say I'm asleep. Uh, and I really am. <laughs> we'll drive over there. Yeah. I per- I per- so my body does this thing where I'm like, all right, I'm not supposed to know these things. So you know what? I think I'm gonna take a nap <laughs> and I wake up and I'm like, Oh shit, we're here. <laughs> how the fuck yeah. we get here? It's gonna bite me in the ass one day. Cause one day when we are lost, I'm gonna be like, fuck, I don't know how to get back. I think it's just in the past we've been yeah. burned. So yeah, no, fool me once, shame on me, fool me, you know, Shame on, shame on me, but like, or shame on you, but yeah. fool me twice. That's me. So, What's the thing is that like, what did George Bush say? Fool me, fool me twice, fool me twice, <laughs> you fool me twice. You can't fool me again. <laughs> he, said he, like, said. he said something like, he said something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's the, that's the other thing is like, uh, I, I personally feel like there's, and granted it's not everybody, so don't 
don't guilt trip me here. Is there are some shicey things that do go on. And I've heard it. I've, I've heard it from people. People have messaged me some shicey things that go on in the angling uh, industry where people are like a little bit too aggressive and so on and so forth. And shady things do happen, you know, and that's not exactly what we're trying to pass through. You know, we're just, we found these spots, you know, and um, as much as we'd love to take everybody, cause I, I'd love to take all everybody I know fishing once to these spots, but they're not my spots. We want to introduce more yeah. people to the sport, but you will appreciate it more when you find your own spot. When you do it on your own. Um, hey, there's the there's the damn the red pill coming out of me. Very, <laughs> I have very little red pill, but when it comes to uh, that, I do. Like you will enjoy it more yeah. if you put in the effort to find it. Um, it just is the way it goes. It's just you don't want it given to you. You know, nobody wants anything given to them, and that's just one thing uh, I recommend you to do. However, now if there's spots where there's you know, tons of people that you personally want to check out and get experience in, dude, by all means, we'll fucking hook you up with, with those spots, you know, because at the end of the day, you're going to want to learn how to kayak fish going through those waters, you know, before you go through these waters, these waters also that we go through are pretty fucking dangerous and you do have to navigate a lot. And if you do get stuck, dude, like now that we have, luck. yeah, now that we have kids, I have a daughter, yeah. Manny's got a kid on the way. Um, that's, uh, you're rolling the dice. You're rolling the dice. Like you, you don't think about it when you're young and not dumb, but you're just young and fucking bullheaded head down. Let's fucking do it. But at any given moment on some of the waters that we've fished, you can die. You can 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 drown. You can get lost. You can get bit by a snake, a poisonous snake. I mean, this is Texas, right? We've got everything from alligators to snakes to fucking (laughs) mountain lions, (laughs) black bears, you name it. So kayak bass fishing is not only a sport that is good for the soul and it's beautiful chaos like we mentioned at the beginning of the pod but it also has has an element of of uh you know, I guess you, I've never felt it's more. Roulette, basically. Yeah, it's, I've never felt more alive than when I'm on like an uncharted water space in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. No satellite phone, no nothing, no service, no anything. It's just you and the boys you took, and that's why that brotherhood is there because you yeah. trust each other to help each other. If somebody got hurt, if somebody got bit, if somebody got injured, you're there for each other. Um, and obviously, those calculated risks has to be have to be thought more now, now that we have other people depending on us. Yeah. And that's, so. that's the thing is like, you never, you don't want to go to these waters, man. Like, uh, I get it, dude. Uh, there's some brave souls out there. I personally, you've, you've fished by yourself all the fucking time. I don't think yeah. you do it as much anymore. I don't do it as much anymore uh, because I have less time trying to run, grow, run and grow my business. But also I just, it's with Sicily, my daughter, uh, running a business trying to just fish when I can doing this stuff, yeah. trying to affect the world or the world, the kayak industry in a different way. Um, yeah, the solo trips aren't there no more. I will be going on solo trips in the next couple months though, because of the spawn coming around and all yep, that. But 100%. those crazy ones, nah, never by yourself. I never, mean, never recommend that. Even, even one of the times, uh, I'm not going to say the location, but, uh, out by the hill country, this is a perfect uh, sunny day. And in the middle of our fucking, um, we just kept hearing like, like metal clapping, mm-hmm. you know, or, uh, like just, you know, like metal to metal. That's what we kept hearing. We kept hearing it closer and we thought it was construction on one of the, uh, uh, properties. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, fucking, uh, 20 minutes pass by. You just see a dark fucking cloud over us. And oh, yeah. we had to fucking take shelter immediately. But th- those days are dangerous and fun, but they also make you feel more like my biggest deal is, uh, uh, we're just a personal belief. Um, 
Don't take any again. If you take anything we say offensive, <laughs> that's on you, Bucko. Um, I, I I just feel like we're animals on the planet. Yeah, we're no, no different than animals on the planet. So when you're out there and you're experiencing the planet, Mother Nature, Earth in its full purest form, danger, <laughs> lightning, flash floods, fishing. It's, it's awesome. It's literally yeah. in the, that's the most overused word in the, in America, but it truly is awesome. It will leave you in awe, hundred percent. Yeah. Kayak bass fishing will leave you in awe. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart, all the things <laughs> you experience. So that's why I do it. Yeah. And, uh, what was it? What, what uh, Take us back to that day when uh, <laughs> we, we got in the middle of that storm. Oh, when we got in the middle of that storm. Yeah, t- tell them what so we had, dude, badass day. We were on a really beautiful section of we water. We PBs. Dude, we both caught some river from that river PBs for sure for us. It is a section that, again, the boys had scouted out. We'd ran it a couple times. Yeah. We'd caught good fish. It's beautiful. Clear water, hill country, views, everything. Um, and we were catching okay fish. I think I'd caught a nice fish right before the storm hit on a swim bait. And next thing you know, that storm came in and it was hot and heavy. <laughs> Thunderstorms, like like rolling, cracking, you know, just, just freak, dude. It was sketchy. It fucking so, so we pulled over on the bank, got behind like a down tree, like a whole root system, like bigger than this room. And we just sat under it and just kind of let it, let it ride out. And when it rode out though, changed the whole yeah. dynamic of the water. The water had got fresh oxygen, fresh water. It was overcast, low pressure, um, about, a half mile later, maybe a mile later, Roland ends up sticking his PB like six yeah. five or something on a jig. He's like freaking out. I was like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> fuck. go, let's go." That's what happens. That's why you fish these conditions, you know. <laughs> you know, and we make fun of fair weather, fair yeah. water, fair weather anglers, guys that fish when it's sunny and seventy five. Yeah. You're not gonna catch those fish when it's sunny and seventy five. that real quick. Yeah. So then, <laughs> right after he catches a six and a half, maybe 50, 75 yards down the bank, boom! I stick like a twenty four inch mouth closed yeah. on a swim bait, and it's just fishing those conditions putting yourself out there is what it's all about i mean it, it that the trip two hour trip one way right so four hours round trip getting stuck in a lightning storm <laughs> and then catching you know an eight and then you a six and a yeah. half that that's the shit that that you you hope happens every time oh, and dude, when it does it's that much better because it doesn't happen every time i'm not gonna lie i thought we were gonna either get struck by lightning because there were trees around us getting getting hit and uh did think uh, drowning was also in the back of my mind. Too. Drowning, nah, it's man. <laughs> the water I'm, fucking rose. <laughs> yeah, I've been fortunate to. I've been kayak fishing for a long time, yeah. uh, going on probably ten years now. Um, and we rode them all: the Devil's River, the Pecos River. The Pecos is better than yeah. the Devils, by the way. Cut that. Don't put that. <laughs> um, but there, there, dude, and I. Just the experience of doing it again, time on the water for both. Kayaking, the kayaking aspect, the river yeah. riding, the the fighting, the river, and then you know getting good at putting together patterns on what gets bit out there is yeah. time on the water. Nothing beats that. So that's what's up, man. Any more topics before we uh, cut this first one? No, we, I mean, we don't have to. T- uh, so we got thirty six minutes on right now. Uh, we're gonna try to push it out to like maybe 45, 50 okay. minutes, cool. just so that's I can cool. tell, just, just so I can show Albert, like, yo, like we can actually do this. Oh, it's- dude, I could talk about fishing. <laughs> I could talk to a wall. And if you want to talk about something I love and it's, I, I would say my friends say I'm a little too, uh, forward in the sense yeah. of, I'll just ask you some real personal <laughs> shit. Not, not in a mean way. Just like, yo, so like, you know, Albert, how's your mom in there? Like in, something silly. Let, let me share uh, a story of what ended up happening. Uh, so, uh, Albert went to, <laughs> okay. 
this tackle shop and <laughs> immediately told the owner of the store was just like, hey, I'm not feeling the name, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's how uh, Albert's autism works. And I'm joking around about the autism. Yeah. But I mean, it's just. I'm not, I mean, I don't know. You could say it's, we're, we're, we're open with each other. Both of us are open with, very, with each other. Oh, I'm talking like, about just being rash yeah. in general. I'm not being mean. I'm not being rash. I'm yeah. just saying what's on my mind. I guess, I guess the way I always combat people saying like, damn, you're kind of a little too forward. It's like, well, at least yeah, you know I'm lot. being real. I'm, I'm being real with you. I'm not trying yeah. to like lie to you or tell you what you want to hear, whatever. So, um, but I you know, that's it's, it. it's the thing like on many, many bees wedding, you know, uh, uh, our boy Gil was just like, Damn, Ron, so when you plan on having kids? Yeah, have you gotten it in yet? <laughs> like right in front of me and Crystal, like, bro. Yeah. That, like that's that's just the way we are with each other, you know. Uh mm-hmm. if you if you ever read our fucking group group chat messages, like we're immediately fucking going canceled. in. Yeah. Immediately canceled. Immediately going in on each other. I'll be you know? in the same jail cell next to Andrew Tate. hundred <laughs> percent. Fucking I'm over there uh, making fun of Manny because uh Manny has a really bad habit of eating uh downing like two lone stars. Hey, three rock stars. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no two rock stars, I'm sorry. Rock, two not rock lone stars, star, rock stars. Two Manny rock stars. Be, Manny's the king of gas station <laughs> breakfast <laughs> and rock stars, baby. He'd be in the water. Yes, sir. And then, like, maybe like 20 minutes into the water. Stop. My stomach's hurting. Hold on a second. This podcast is brought to you by Dude Wipes. <laughs> literally, uh, that's the way it is. Literally, it needs, we need, we need Dude Wipes. Dude Wipes, if you ever see this, we need you, brother. Yeah. Dude, speaking of Dude Wipes, when I went fishing with Travis on yeah. Sunday, he busted out some Dude Wipes, had to take a shit, happened. <laughs> they were minty cool. Oh, yeah. They're the best. They're the best. Best. They N- smell good. Nah, nobody told me yeah, that. So I wiped my some. bare asshole with like, I was like, well, my asshole now knows what five yeah. gum tastes yeah. like. like <laughs> you seen those commercials? Amazing. What does it feel like to taste five gum? It's like wiping your asshole with minty <laughs> dude wipes. That's literally the way it is. Literally, felt. I don't know what to say. Dude, um, no, no, I mean, uh, that, that's the way it was. Uh, dude, one time, uh, this is fucking bad, but I had Clorox wipes on me and I had to use that. Damn, <laughs> no. Nah. That shit burned, bro. No, not fun. Um, uh, What was I going to say? say dude wipes uh, uh no i remember what i was gonna say so the one thing about like all of us guys is like, like i said don't take it serious we're silly we're dumb this is a podcast yeah. we're shit talking it's fun it's for shit talking it is what it is we love comedy we're jokesters we like being funny yeah but the most important thing is i will say everybody that we hang out with manny brandon travis roland like who we hang out with as of late all good guys. Guys that would help you out when you're in need. Guys that will take the shirt off their back. Legitimately. Not that fake shit. Not that like I'm a pastor wearing thousand dollar sneakers. Like legitimately good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're fucking funny and (laughs) we're not gonna hold back and we're silly. You know, we love each other as as gay as that sounds, right? Nothing wrong with being gay. But it's just like (laughs) we really do have that love for each other where like if Manny like, you know, needs something with his house uh, or with his kid or with my kid or with Roland, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's just everybody is legitimately good humans and that's why I think we all click and I think that's probably why uh, we progressed so far in kayak fishing was just because like we're there for each other no matter I think what so. I think yeah. so I think iron sharpens iron I think that's a big deal I think when Manny does well I'm happy for him but yeah. also I'm like bitch I'm, coming, yeah, for you. I'm coming for you same <laughs> thing I think Manny has that same respect I think same Manny's like when Manny's like damn I done charged my camera just to take <laughs> pictures of Albert that next time he's like fuck Albert I'm gonna catch a big fish and you know what that 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 
competitiveness and that yeah. brotherhood is what helps us get to where we are. And so that's a, even not just with fishing with y'all, but also fo- photography and videography with Manny, like Manny and I are going back and forth. Oh, I know hey, that, that's the, that's the other <laughs> funny, like that, that competitive edge where they're both pushing each other to the next level is Roland's been our guy on the water to take pictures. Brandon takes pictures yeah. as well, but he just doesn't like care as much as them. They do. Yeah. Um, cause he'd rather be the guy shooting the, shooting the deer or yeah. catching the fish kind of like me I, I love photography but I'd rather fucking be the guy getting pho- photographed <laughs> hey don't let this guy take a photo of you <laughs> come out all blurry yeah, bro sir. but that's funny to see I didn't even think about that to yeah. see Roland and Manny kind of sharpen each other with their skills because Manny would drop a sick edit and yeah. he'd be like damn where you at boy yeah and, I'll go back at it. <laughs> yeah and then Roland would be like alright then bitch <laughs> and, funny smoke is that- a blunt and then fucking hop on a fucking Premiere Pro and get to it so and what's funny is that uh <laughs> fucking uh, Manny like I, I was teaching Manny like how to operate with manual and this and that I even gave him the fucking badass Damn. lens he's got he said you wouldn't be shit without him hey Manny. that's basically what that. I'm trying to say cut that <laughs> shit this, cut that shit <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't let that slide. <laughs> like the Drewski meme, I wouldn't let that slide. Hey, so what? What? End, what happens also in our fucking group chat is, um, look, this was Molly. Rest in peace, Molly. Come on. <laughs> what also happens in the group chat is, you know, uh, I'll pick a topic or whatever, and I'll just get. I'll get all these boys fighting in the group chat and I'll just be like, yo, I wouldn't let that slide, man. I wouldn't let that slide. You know that that's guy that just from. like throws a fucking <laughs> shit, bo- a shit post into a group message? That's rolling. 100%. Gets everybody arguing, uh, riled 100%, up. 100%. But, 100%. But yeah, so Manny, uh, Manny's photos, uh, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest, uh, love the dude that they're okay, you know? And then, Oof, Man- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let that slide. Then Manny was just was using you know uh, a regular T six camera by Canon, which is what I started off with before I upgraded. He said you basic. And then. Uh, he, I told him, hey man, I was like, you're taking a lot of photos and video. Why don't you just upgrade? Why don't you take that leap of faith and upgrade cameras? You know, and he ended up doing it. And except uh, <laughs> he messaged me. Uh, his brother, his older brother, Nate was like trying to sell him his rig. He had a, a Canon 5D Mark IV, I believe. And, uh, <laughs> man, he's like, Hey Roland, uh, how much would you pay for, uh, this camera setup? You know, and I was like, uh, well, this is the much, how much is he giving it to you for? And he fucking Nate was selling it, everything to him full price. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think he like even hey, upcharged an extra $200. He sold him a fucking, he sold him a 07 Chevrolet fucking heavy Chevy for goddamn fucking. Yeah, I'll tell you what, brother. <laughs> she truck, runs good. This truck right here, it ain't got soft hands. <laughs> and it runs good. You ain't going to break down on you. Yes, sir. And that's, that's what ended up happening. I told Manny, I was like, dude, I was like, he's like to you at full price. And Manny's like, what? No, you're fucking line. I was like, no, I'm being serious. I sent him like screenshots of the prices yeah, and all that. So say you're welcome. Yeah. And that told man, it's a little man. It's like, it's a, it's a beautiful camera one not, but like it's, it's a heavy camera. I was like, once you go with something that's going to be like, you know, more portable for you, you know? And, um, that's when I got him on Sony. Now he's taking some hot fire yeah. picks, hot fire picks. I told him, I was like, Hey dude, I was like, I have a lens here. I was like, I'm not using it. You're more than welcome to use it. And damn, 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 enough. dude. He called you basic <laughs> and he said, I got you into it and I'm letting you borrow f- fucking shit. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't let that slide. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I mean, he, dude, after that, it was just like, it's been competition back and forth between me and Manny on like the content, you know? Dope. Dope, and dope. Manny, Short form content yeah. took off too. I oh, love bro. that. I, I know. Love well, that. we got ADHD, dude. <laughs> I love that. I love that. TikTok ruined every. TikTok basically gave everybody ADHD. Yeah. Instagram Reels, same thing. Yeah, one hundred percent. 
Uh, I'll spit the game out later. Not saying nothing else, but um, <laughs> I'm so glad short form content took over than long form. Because again, Fuck I don't. Yeah, f- me too. I, I don't feel like I'm depleting a natural resource posting yeah. 30 second, seven to, to to 45 second videos, and we can you know keep spots on the low low you'll still have the guys that are smart enough to find it good on them it is what it is i would say that if you try to post something then we'll probably know where it's at oh yeah 100 <laughs> I mean, percent. we'll know because we've been to basically every section of every river within a four to five hundred mile radius i'm like, not just talking shit that no, is how really. much work we put in yeah. in the last five or six years that's yeah. legit it's, it's so it's been um, a, uh what twice a week thing back when it was, was yeah, ba- all, uh, back when we were like street. no kids 26 27 i'm 31 now rolling 32 yeah turn 32 so like April. 26 27 we were doing two to three i'm self-employed i've been self-employed for a decade now so back then i was you know all i had to do yeah. was make enough money to cover my wife and i this was pre-bite inflation <laughs> Uh, and uh, so, dude, friggin', you know, 10 grand a month would make yeah. you stretch a lot longer than it does now. So that so we'd be able to fish three. If I'm not mistaken, three but, times a week. That was when uh, Trump was president. So you're welcome. No, I don't know. I don't I'm know. No, 2016. Maybe. Maybe. Where's he at? I need the orange man back. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, just kidding guys. Guys, remember, we are yeah, we're, not serious. Yeah, we're, um, we're fucking around, dude. Uh, but anyways, yeah, no, that that's definitely true. We were doing two or three days yeah. a week. Back in the day, every week, no ifs, ands, or buts, yeah. we were full in on fishing, and then everything happened with us having kids, the pandemic. <laughs> Y'all had kids, I didn't have no uh, kids. Us, pandemic hit, <laughs> got a house, had a kid, or had a miscarriage, had a kid, tragic with the kid, everything's good now, so now we're slowly starting to get back, and I yeah. think this last week, I've posted like four, I had two people say shit, I had one guy say something on Instagram, like, damn, you've been on a roll lately, and I kind of politely had to say... I'm just getting back to where I yeah, was. Yeah. I'm just getting back to where I was. <laughs> like literally you, you haven't, you, you didn't meet, you didn't know me five, six years ago. And, um, and now that my daughter's doing better, um, her health is, is on the uptick. She's kicking ass and taking names. Um, we're back to, to, to fishing when we can. Yeah. Um, but we're also very, we spent the, what, last year being very high percentage fishing, meaning yeah. we would only go on days when it was low pressure. We would only go on days when it would really benefit us to go because we couldn't get it in as much. Yeah. So I feel like that also kind of honed us in on really getting that much better at fishing. Because no, if we were 100%. only given one opportunity to fish a month, we'd pick yeah. the best day at the best time to go and do well. Yeah. Right. So we, we didn't have the luxury of going seven or eight times a week. I mean, a month. Yeah. So we could only do once a month. So I think having to decide that one day a month really set the tone for like, okay, you're getting not only, but it's kind of like high percentage points on the yeah. river. Like, you know, when you fish enough where a bass should be. So that's kind of what we did. We were picking high percentage days. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We just basically took that well, concept from fishing to, to actually picking the day to go fishing. So yeah. that, that was cool. Well, the other thing is like uh, w- those few times that we do go fishing, <laughs> we do catch big fish, you know, versus mm-hmm. when we were fishing twice a week, we weren't really landing the, the, fi- the, the size fish that we're landing yeah. now, you know. Manny said something last time we were on the water on Super Bowl Sunday when everybody who can't fish was watching football. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I caught uh, two sixes, so like two six and a half, thirteen pounds with two. Fish. Hey, your boy Manny was punching air, bro. Punching air, <laughs> bro. But, but why I'm bringing that up is Manny had made a good point. He's like, dude, you don't fish as often as I because I have more opportunity at the moment and I catch bigger, like big fish more often. He was like, but every time you go out and catch one, you always catch a double. Yeah. Like every you're time making, Manny and I have. 
lost time. Dude, yeah. Every time Manny and I fish together, I've doubled up. Like one time we fished Ivy back last year, I caught a seven <laughs> and then an eight. Same day. Same day. Like this shit never happens, but it happens to me so much. So yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Because I don't get to get out as much, but I'll take those double big bitches. Love that shit. <laughs> that is, dude. Dude. and the other- You've been with me on yeah. the quad where like yeah. I'll catch two big fish on yeah. a swim bay. Same day. Nothing else. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's how it works. Some, they call me the double tapper. <laughs> I mean, and the thing with me so is, nice. I hit it twice. And the thing with me is like, I, I, uh, this is going to sound really bad, but I don't give a fuck if I catch fish. Like I tell people that all well, the time. At the end of the day, Roland, there's, that doesn't sound bad at all because no. I mean, it's I, not about the fish. Yeah. 100%. But my thing with me is like, I, I tell people all the time, like uh, I, I, I don't give a fuck about catching fish at all. And the reason for that is because I have enough confidence in you that you're going to catch something mm. and where I'm getting my dopamine is from, from the content and taking, taking the, the outdoor photography. Yeah. yeah and which like, Roland has a background working with Black Rack with Coffee, a bunch of other stuff. We'll get yeah. into all this shit. This is just again, a bullshit <laughs> yeah. podcast that we're just doing today. It's basically a um, but, but at the end of the day, cut this for a real, is <laughs> cut, fucking cut, cut, it cut. is not about the fish at the end of the day. It's about making sure that little kid that went fishing for the first time never loses that feeling. I mean, that's what it is for me. I think that's what it is for a lot of guys, whether it's reminiscing the guy who took you fishing, your dad, your grandpa, they may no longer be there with you. But for me, it's, I'm very appreciative of everybody who taught me and to take me out and be an outdoorsman. But for me, it's never letting that little kid uh, down with fishing. Like, (laughs) I don't care if I catch big fish because it's like I get to do this shit. This shit is super fucking cool. Like catching bass, tricking fish in a plastic boat is cool (laughs) as shit. Like there's no other way to fucking explain it. It's so cool. Um, And I hope everybody can experience it. And again, this podcast, I hope we can help people get on the water, give informational videos on tackle gear where and when to use and then the guests that we have yeah. hopefully coming should be of all shapes and sizes of all walks of life yeah. of all 100%. types of fishing and so all different career paths all different career paths from comedians to business owners to guys who are weekend warrior fishermen for guys who do it for a living to yeah. anybody and everybody i mean this is i'm most excited about this project yeah. because it's going to allow me to not only and i think it's going to allow other people to kind of grow their business and their name without me having to deplete a natural resource. I'm yeah. really looking forward to what comes of this. And the other thing is like, uh, we want to like also bring with this podcast is like, we want that, you that know, that breath. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ah, that was weird. That was weird. Even oh. more weird. <laughs> that was Samuel's ghost right there. <laughs> Right. Hey. Oh, real quick, cut this. Shout out to Outdoor Alphas yeah. here in San Antonio for allowing us to use a freaking storage closet yeah. as a podcast room. Literally. But this shit looks legit as hell. You can't lie. Uh, you a damn 100%. lie if you say this doesn't look legit. You a damn lie. And please come in and start buying lures because yes. uh, so we could stop uh, the owner of this shop from selling Jeep parts. On the page. <laughs> please come in and buy <laughs> buy fishing gear. I snag 10 to save 10%. Yeah. It's literally got... The tackle warehouse supply here in San Antonio, you're not supporting a big box store. You're supporting, you're supporting a, a family man. business, a local man who definitely needs more Jeep parts. <laughs> so come by, please, yeah. please come by. Yes. And uh, the other thing uh, on that note, get some Costa sunglasses, dude. Uh, Samuel's got a really good deal on the Costa sunglasses. I got some. Uh, Albert's got some. I think uh, I think if you buy uh 
if you purchase one at full price or something like that, he'll give you like a discount second one. Don't quote me on that. Or but, just save 10% on any yeah. ice tank There you go. 10% there you go. goes a long way. On 10% that, on goes a long way on like sunglasses. a $300 pair of glasses. Exactly. For show. So, uh, we're 53 minutes in. Uh, I mean, if you fucking listen this far into it, man, we just hope you keep listening to it. We're ultimately, we're trying to bring in all types of people in here mm-hmm. and we're also trying to get, um, you know, just, we want people to be themselves, man. Uh, I feel like uh, in this fishing industry, too many people are too fucking reserved and they're too good, uh, good shoes, you know, like, bro, like scared of like, judgment. so we're scared not, of judgment. so uh, here's the thing we're not going to do. This can <laughs> also be like, just again, to get reels out there is we are not going to try to like be too corporate at all. Yeah, so like if you're worried about losing a sponsor or tiptoeing about being, um, politically correct. And I don't mean that in the politics sense. I yeah. mean, just in general, like can't say cuss words, can't say this, can't say this, what this you're feeling. You. This is not it for you. <laughs> we want you to be real enough that we're yeah. not going to stand for like blatant bullshit. Like we're yeah. not going to stand 100%. for racism, bullshit like that. None of that. I'm just saying, just be yourself, yeah. be authentically. You don't be some facade you're putting on to like not lose a sponsor. Like yeah, yeah. if you're worried about losing a sponsor, don't come on this podcast. Yeah. That's simple as that, man. Like we, we want you to be yourself. We want, we want to, we want want you to joke around you know we want we're trying to get to know you you know uh you joke around we will have a good time you know we'll start laughing if you're keeping uh, keeping that like corporate bullshit you know like it's not gonna get anywhere it's like us hitting a fucking brick wall you know so uh like i said um just that's essentially it uh but we want people to be themselves that's what we're trying to get out of the fishing community and uh ultimately we want the uh younger uh brown kids you know colored kids to Fish more, you know. Colored, that's spicy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to say, man, I, I want. I you know, think what Roland was trying to say is POC is the yeah. collect term. Correct, collect, correct term. POC, people of color, people of color, um, people of color, because Hispanics, again, and again, don't, don't, again, my fellow white kings, don't take offense to that. My best friend is white. Like my best man, yeah. my be- I'm the best man in his wedding. He's a white guy. Ki- kayak fishing and fishing in general yeah. is dominated by white kings. We just want representation. Yeah, There's we, nothing wrong with we just that. We want more minorities not, to get into it. They're too intimidated at times. I too. do feel like they're too intimidated to ask the questions. I I definitely was. Yeah, I was going to go up to some like old grandpa with an eighty thousand yeah. dollar bass boat on what he thinks I should do yeah. to catch fish. I'm 100%. not doing that. So yeah. I want a podcast. I want a community that is uh, like not afraid to come up and ask somebody who looks like them yeah. or looks similar to them or looks less intimidated and is funny or something yeah, like that. It basically 100%. opens up the door to ask questions because there is exactly. no dumb questions, only ones that you don't ask. Exactly. Especially when fishing. Also, if you're going to be bringing like, you know, hate towards like people like who uh, end up going on your like, you know, spot or whatever. Like, I know we're just joking about that earlier in the pod. Like, that ain't us, bro. Like, yeah, no, no. If you find it on your own, good job. Hey, look, here's the other thing I'll always say. You can fish the same waters I do. doesn't mean you're going to catch the same fish. (laughs) And the same goes for me. I could fish the same water you caught a 10 out of. It doesn't mean I'm going to catch it. It's not a threat. It's not like being malice. It's just the truth. It's fishing. It's not catching. Exactly. That's real worthy. that shit on it. Put the words across it right here. Whatever the fuck the algorithm wants, we're going to do. And before we end up closing this, um, you know, just pick up a rod and reel, man. Uh, we're working on content to try to 
bring combinations, affordable combinations in where you can throw swim baits, you know, where you could end up, you know, we're just setting up like videos for combina affordable combinations because people will just go to the fucking academy, buy the cheapest lure, whatever. Granted, yeah, that cheap lure is only going to get you so far. Like I remember in North Dakota, I bought a fucking Abu Garcia gas station, bro. And fucking it sucked. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing too. This podcast is going to be super fun because not only is it intimidating because it's a, it's an older white dominated sport. It's yeah. fucking intimidating with the prices. Bass oh, bro, fishing yeah, is expensive. It's, fishing in general is out, expensive. Anything outdoors is expensive. In this economy, it's yeah. expensive. So 100%. again, that's why we're trying to, you know, help you buy from a locally owned store, from a store that's going to have, you know, have a, a person behind it. It's not just a, a corporate conglomerate yeah. hiring. Nothing wrong with that. But like an academy hiring, like a high school kid that likes fishing to sell exactly. you shit. This is people who live fishing, breathe fishing, die fishing. Um, and I mean, at affordable prices, discounts available, so on and so forth. So fishing in general is intimidating if from the people and the cost to the whole night. Exactly. And if you end up selling this store out, Samuel will use his Jeep and, uh, run over another car. <laughs> He's done and it before. He will take you out in his Jeep Gladiator yeah. and uh, run over the pores. Yeah. So, guys, come <laughs> by here, please. Outdoor Alpha San Antonio. Uh, what's the let me address? Look, the address. Let's look Hold the on, address. let me look it up. Sorry. Sorry, Samuel. <laughs> don't kill us. Uh, don't run us over, brother. What? I said, don't, don't run us over. Okay. Oh, that is not it. Outdoor Alphas. That's the old one. That store is shut down. Let's see. I thought he said he put the new one up. Let's see, Hebner Road. Uh, yeah, I thought he said he put the new one up. I know it's like... Uh, all right, Naughty 23, Hebner Road, Suite 107, San Antonio, Texas, 7240. Outdoor Alphas, Hebner Road, centrally located. You want to give them your discount code? Icenag10, come get bit. All right, that's it. Gonna wrap it up. Next episode, we'll see y'all. Yes, sir.